0: Welcome to Stories of Hope, everyone. I'm Christine Hotchkiss, your host. I believe everyone has a story that is unique, just like our fingerprints that put us on the path and the journeys of our lives. Some find purpose. I believe every story can help, heal, inspire, educate. And my one big word is to give hope, and that's to give hope to you and to anyone else who may need it, who can relate to what we talk about. Today, my guest is Ronna Davis. Ronna Davis is also known I will say affectionately known nickname of Shug. Shug? Well, it stands for (laughs) Struggling Under Grace. I think we can all relate to uh, struggling at this current situation of the 2020 year because we don't know when this is going to be seen again and we're not in the 2020 Uh, year, so right now we're definitely struggling. Through Rana's journey, starting out as a young teen mom, and then becoming a wife, and then she was widowed, her life journey brought her to where she felt she could help other people become a certified coach. And she does that through, I love this tagline, living life unapologetically of the past. I think we can all relate to talking about our past and keeping us stuck. Please help me welcome, I don't know, you want me to call you Shuggie,
1: you want me to call you Rana? No, please, please, please call me Suge. Okay, me Shug. I'm always, I almost thought about changing my birth certificate because I just <laughs> live that. Like you've already said, it stands for struggling under grace, and I'm so honored to be with you today.
0: Oh, I'm likewise,
1: I am. So thank you so much for the invite. Very much so.
0: I hope you don't mind. I decided to do a a recording outside. I, you know, where, I'm in
1: Arizona. You're in where? I'm in Columbia, South Carolina.
0: Okay, well, it gets really hot really fast here. I thought I would take in the little cool breeze I got going on the yeah, morning. Yes, yes. I yeah.
1: always love the moments outside. Opens your awareness up.
0: It does, but then you know, if you're in Arizona, you want to go inside quickly once that I know.
1: <laughs> to, you will melt quite. Yeah, fast. Too much awareness.
0: <laughs> okay, so tell me more about how you began this journey. You had mentioned to me that you started as a young teen mom and then you gone through you know the life levels that some people if not most of us go through of being married and then divorced but you were widowed what brought you through these what brought you to where you are right now based on all of those levels of your life
1: that you could help other people about their past well, as you mentioned, I met this tall, dark, well-dressed guy, 1979 in the parking lot of a Dunbar High School dance. Okay. And we locked eyes and it was like love. I'm not sure if it was love at first sight, maybe say infatuation at, at first sight. Okay. I was raised in the suburbs, went to a straight a, yeah, I was a straight A student, went to an all girls school and he was different. Okay, he was from the other sides of the track. And maybe, you know, they all say we want bad boys. So, <laughs> Sorry, I'm <laughs> laughing. I can relate. I think we do at one point. <laughs> yeah. And then we get the bad boys. You're like, oh, I've I never realized how bad that was. Right. Uh, however, within a, a six-year period, I met him at 15. I actually had uh, my daughter at 16, married him at 19, and widowed at 22. <gasps> and he was abusive.
0: Wow, that's a very short time frame, and you weren't
1: kidding when you said a teen mom. Okay, teen mom, teen um, wife to an abusive husband who had a congenital heart heart condition, so yeah. he had a pacemaker. Okay, and uh, within that six year span, I had a very loving family. However, they had no idea what I was living. I winded up moving with his family, who was very loving, and I'm so thankful for their support. However, no one could calm his demons. Not even me. You know, I was this good girl. I was like, if I just loved him enough, I could change him. You know, I was a Christian too. I was like, I can pray this away. And I remember my grandmother saying, you better save yourself and your daughter. And I walked away. And so when he died, I was actually not with them. but when they called the day he died, they called me at work and we had been uh, estranged for a while. And I remember going to the hospital at 22 years old and having to stand over him, dead, cold, and just rehashing everything that he had done. And I think I gave it, I, I gave him forgiveness at that point. He never asked for it. I needed that. Mm-hmm. Yes, you um, did.
0: And I learned that a long time ago, too. When people say, oh, you need to forgive them, I was stuck in my own mindset of, no, 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 no. You don't understand this person or these people have hurt me. And they don't seem to care because they just keep moving on with their life. And, yes. and no, I can't forgive them because that's giving them permission to, <laughs> to do it again. Yes. And it was, yeah, so I was like, no, no, no. I'm not saying it's no. okay. But it wasn't about that. And I learned through my own journey that it was about allowing the freedom within myself to not keep yeah captive in that pain or that hurt that those individuals put upon me
1: and it's a journey like you said it is i think at that point and his family uh i was the only one in the room Mm -hmm. and 22 just a baby (laughs) still this yeah you know and and so i had to handle it the best way i knew how at 22 and forgiveness I remember that and I was unable to go to his funeral and he died on our daughter's sixth birthday. Oh, wow. And so that was another thing. And so, you know, as I'm, I'm, I'm um, dealing with the hurt and the pain that he caused me, I'm like, this is one more thing. He's digging at me. He could have died any Any other other day. day. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I can
0: understand that one.
1: Oh, how? so through that, then I moved to South Carolina, uh, September 11th, as a matter of fact, 1988. Wow. And I was still very close to his family. His family was, um, his mother was from Westville, South Carolina, this little small town. and I was a northern girl, you know, so here I come to South Carolina, but I knew I needed to get my life together. I knew and God knew. So I can claim that I knew that all day long. And so within a short time, I met my present husband. And it was so interesting as I'm going through life, the men, I've only had two, you know, relationships. Mm -hmm. And I've, I've not known them very long before I was attached to them. Oh, As I'm going through this living life unapologetically path, that's how all of this kind of comes. So anyway, moved to South Carolina in 1988. Met my present husband, got married within a year, got pregnant within six months, married within a year. Wonderful man. Thank God for him. However, we had problems. We were had you know we faced bankruptcy, foreclosure, other issues, and so my life. Struggles right. in life, right. and in 2015, at, at about age 45, I just felt different inside. I felt a pull away from him. And so I kept saying, I think we're in trouble. When the kids leave, I think we're going to be in trouble. Oh, boy. Okay. I'm unsure if I know enough about you. Because, I mean, we lived a, a decent life, evolved around the kids, everything. Yep. I know now. No, you get with your mate first. Your kids are second. Because once they leave, you're stuck with that. I don't mean stuck. So, anyway, so in 2015, I, all of that 1979 teen mom to abusive husband, drug abuse, drug addiction, it just started suffocating me. So, in 2015, I set my husband down and my kids and I said, I got to go.
0: Just like that. I got to go. I've I said go. that phrase too. I just look at people and I just, I don't have anything else I can say and I don't want to have to try to find something. I say, you know what? I got to go.
1: <laughs> go. I got to go. And, and I started speaking things okay. and I believe that you speak things into existence. I think, you know, okay. and so I started speaking things. I said, I told my kids, you wait till I get my one bedroom apartment. Just jokingly. And then when I said 2015, I'm like, so yeah, I said I had to go. Mm -hmm. And my family, my kids, and my husband, and I'll explain all that, they were so gracious, so brave, and so strong to let me go. They had no idea if I was coming back, when I was coming back, but they knew, they knew me. They knew what kind of mother I was. He knew what kind of wife I was. And they knew if I said, I have to go I have to go. Right. So I went to an apartment about uh, five minutes from the house, maybe two minutes from the house. And my daughter was pregnant during that time. And I took three years and I looked myself in the mirror and I dealt with all of that stuff.
0: Being alone by yourself really has a power on you. People say, oh, I don't like to be alone. Well, sometimes. (sighs) You have to, to figure out why you're attracting these other things that are not working in your life and you get frustrated or you get set back. Even myself, I think to myself, how am I attracting these people? Because there's that saying, you know, you're attracting who you are. And I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) And you really start thinking. You're like, well, maybe I am and don't see because we only see ourselves. We don't see what other people see of us. Yes. So you've got to be alone with yourself so that whatever you're actually seeking, you're going to achieve. But you've got to, like you said, you got to look at yourself in the mirror and say, who am I and what am I doing? Exactly. Who am I doing it for? Exactly. Yes. yes.
1: I mean, and it got ugly. I mean, you know, I'm, um, you know I've had pregnancies that I've had to terminate. I mean, it got, and I had to deal with that in the hopes that I don't get all worked up. But so in 2015, I took three years. And I was still involved with my kids, still going back and forth to the house, um, you know, with my uh, husband. And again, he was so gracious. And then finally, three years later, you know, I was done with this. And that's where Suge notes. That's where Suge evolved through that three years. It was then. Struggling with their grace. grace. Can I say something? I have Please do.
0: I have to say this because I have talked to a lot of people, whether it's recorded here or just in life, and there are a lot of things that people are not going to agree about what we do or even know why we do what we do, and you've mentioned that a few times. You had to look at yourself and say, why am I doing this or what am I doing it for or why is this occurring and how can I change it? You actually have made yourself vulnerable, but you made yourself also vulnerable about something that's true facts in someone's life that someone might disagree with the fact that you mentioned I say this delicately, that you had pregnancies you terminated.
1: First time I've ever said that publicly.
0: And what I want to say is that you became vulnerable because you know why? It's a real thing that happens in people's lives. It doesn't mean that someone has to agree with you. Right. And it's not something that you said, oh, I'm just going to do it because I can. I myself don't know and won't ask. It's not for anyone to ask why right. we choose to do whatever it is we've got to deal with those. But I wanted to say thank you for being vulnerable right in this last five minutes about where you've been and what you've done. And that included something that's very sensitive when it comes to life. No one knows what journey you were walking at the time that yeah. you had to go through it. And do not explain it now because that's not what this is about. But I yeah. wanted to share with you to, again, thank you for being vulnerable in saying that.
1: It's because of the atmosphere that you've created. Really? Oh. And, it is, and I I think because you became vulnerable when I met you on Instagram when you told your story. Yeah. So, what do they say? People attract what they who they are. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> there it is. And so if I so therefore that is where living life unapologetically comes. Perfect. Being solid being truthful with yourself, your life, your life and your life choices. I had to do this, Shug. You know, I have to do this a lot of times even now. So that's not like a one and done. Live life unapologetically of the past and you're done. No, it's every day. Knowing now that I walked away from a marriage, I will be celebrating 30 years on the 21st of this month. And we will be going to mediation on the 30th. Realizing, okay, that's still my truth. Okay, being unapologetically means I'm still reconciling it. I'm asking for forgiveness for those people that I have wronged, seeking forgiveness from other people. And so that's what that means. Not unapologetically, like you're just pushing it to the side. You've dealt with it and you have to say, okay, okay, Shook, you met this man. You know he was not really good for you then. You met him, okay. So then you still have to deal with what you allowed and be okay with it. Could you
0: admit, or would you agree, excuse me, agree, A lot of us run from our pain and a lot of us run from things that we think other people would judge us for. I say that because there's three things that I am a firm believer with every person I have met in my walk of life and every person I've interviewed. There are three things that not one individual is exempt from. That is pain, Mm. tragedy, or blessings. And yet we, okay. find ourse- we find ourselves looking mm-hmm. at other people in comparison. And so then we think we have to do that, you know, do one thing or not do something or talk about something or don't talk about something. There's always like an opposite of everything, right? Oh,
1: of course. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah.
0: But I think <laughs> what we do is we're constantly in motion because we are not stopping being in the moment and and facing ourselves on what it is that we probably should pay attention to.
1: Because I have to live with me for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Now, I have to live with me. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I've coined it. And I do that every day because I'm sure I will hurt people in some way every day. So how and, do you help? So how are you helping
0: people living life unapologetically through the past? Is that through your life coaching or is that how you just conduct yourself? And when you have conversations with people, you remind them, hey, your past is, we've already heard this, your past is not what identifies who you are. It's just where you've been.
1: Yes, Okay. All of that through life coaching. I became a life coach because out of purpose. I put that everywhere and it is a purpose. And because I feel that if I allow my pain to just be my pain and I hear someone with the same pain and I'm sitting here knowing what I did to get through it, that's selfish of me. Mm-hmm. Pain, as painful as it is, is really meant for other people. Testimony is a testimony because it's meant for other people. Right. So what I do, I use my blog, Shook Notes. I've talked about what I've talked about with you, and I, as a life coach, I have several programs for divorced um, and separated women, and I have a program called What You Want to Do, What, Why, How, and When, and just by living my life, just being shook, struggling under grace, I mean, just being who I am, and I know that I am who I am because of what I've been through.
0: Exactly. Like I mentioned in the very beginning, we all have a story that is on a journey and some final yeah. purpose in that journey. And it sounds like that's what you've done. And with the past, we all get stuck on the past of the relationships or things that took place. And I could admit that as you've already heard my story with the loss of my 17 year old daughter, Nicole, where my family and I, who, who are now and have been for 13 years broken apart because it did put a strain on the relationship, but the strains were already there before the relationship. Yeah. I mean, before the passing yeah. of my daughter, yeah. um, and the, the, the things that I put out there is, it's OK to not be OK, but I also had to look at myself and say, where am I going with this? Because yes, the, the struggles were before, but I'm also not going to have struggles after. Um, and so my past isn't going to define me. And the situation is to what happened to my daughter. I say, my daughter passed away. It didn't happen to me. It happened to my daughter. I was affected by it because she was my daughter. I was there, but she's the one that passed away. I live with that loss. And I could go in my mind and say, if I could have done something different, but I couldn't, I was already there. I was in that vehicle. My whole family was in that vehicle. There's nothing that I could have done differently. So I embrace it as part of my past Yes. And this is why I move forward with what I'm doing with my stories of hope that I can share with other people. You don't have to sit in it, no, work no, with it. No, no. Time, as we know, does not stop. There's so many people no. I just want to sit and say, can I just savor this hour? I don't want to move forward in time. You oh, know?
1: I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> and yet, so then we connect and, and we continue to share stories of hope with our stories of pain. Yes. Because that's how anything's evolved. Yes. Through pain, like really through struggle. Yes. yes. Yeah. That's how anything's birthed. So do you have
0: a, do you have a show or do you have an email that you can be reached out to? Should someone want to uh, learn more about your counseling and maybe need your assistance or?
1: Yes, please. I have a YouTube channel called Authentically okay. Everything's Everything, if you just email, uh, if you just Google SUG, you know, that will come up. I also, on uh, my blog, SUG Notes, which is S-U-G-N-O-T-E-S and shook notes and the life coaching are all combined. Want to make it as easy as possible. It's very cut and dry. It's who I am. This is my logo. No fluff. You know, I'm here to help people in the real sense. And so if I'm putting off fluff, this is, you know, this is what you get when you get a life coach an accountability partner, a friend, a connection. Authentically shook.
0: Connection is one, one big word. I, besides the word hope, is connection. We're, we're all losing yeah. connection and we need the connection. Yes. Um, what is it that say, what's, uh, what says, what is said? I can't even speak, sorry. What is it that it says on the back of your, uh, on your photo there?
1: Okay, it's a my shook spot. I'm sorry, my, my life coaching is my shook spot life coaching. Thank you. And it says, remember to pack every day, and it's P A K. And it stands for be present, aware, and knowing. That's my, one of my phrases. I have a lot of little phrases. And the reason I said knowing instead of know, because to me, know is passive. I know that. If I'm knowing something, I'm actively in it. So I practice just being present in the moment, aware of what is going on if you're in a stressful situation, and knowing that you have the ability actively knowing instead of just know. Wow.
0: I never yeah. looked at it that way. Thank you. I am one day smarter. I love being one day smarter than I was yesterday.
1: <laughs> Christine, thank you so much for the invite. It has been a pleasure, such a joy. And it's blessed my soul. So thank you. Oh, good. Well, you're not
0: off the hook yet. I have one more question I would love to ask you.
1: Oh, okay. I, I didn't want to go with time because, you know, I talk a whole lot.
0: <laughs> no, but I do have one question I always ask everyone because to me, it helps me um, be more grounded and be uh, more compassionate as I'm traveling about my day. Um, what message would you like a, like to leave everyone based on your journey or just about life in general?
1: Just re-emphasizing what I've said, we have all had struggles, and, and you led on to this. And it's what we do with that. No one is exempt, and it's what we do with that. So I just want to encourage anyone who's listening, anyone who's watching to just live unapologetically of the past by this the four things look at your life life choices be honest with yourself it's okay reconcile any issues that you have to reconcile i think there was another one and just decide to live please don't sit in it your testimonies as painful as they are are for other people and if I sit here in my pain or what I've been through and I hear others just reemphasizing because the message that I have will always be the same and I hear other people in pain and I sit in and, and the experiences that I've had and I refuse for whatever, people will judge no matter what. Yes. But there's so many people that need your message. Yes. So many people that need your voice. Yes. So if you have a message, you have a voice, share it.
0: And don't, don't have shame, Right don't have shame because there's other people that need to hear that just, yeah. there's not a need to have shame. Yes, I love that's, right. That, that's that, right. I love that you said the the knowing part, the difference between know, I know, yeah, and knowing, knowing in the presence and willing to, to learn more about it than just I know and live yes. with that.
1: Right. And just like I said, I'm going to have another t-shirt that says life happens. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> Yet <laughs> living, and the end of that is living takes effort. Life happens. Again, it's the same thing. If I say life happens, that's just ignoring, ignoring people's pain, my pain, my past. But living that life takes a whole lot of effort. Yeah. So, okay, my last point will be life happens. Living takes effort.
0: Wow. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> so very, very true at that. Thank you again, Suge, for sharing your insight on your journey and how to help people not uh, live in their past.
1: No. We do get stuck there quite often. No, I have too much ahead of me to live back there. And back there was too painful. Why do I want to live back there in the past? I want to move forward.
0: Well, now you know there are some people that do. And I don't know if it's based on they don't know how to get out of it or if they're okay with feeling that way, even though they, they say they don't, or they're needing attention because they don't know any other
1: way. Well, if they need a way, then please contact me at my Sug Spot Life Coaching or just type in sugnotes.com and you'll get with me and let me help you through this journey.
0: Perfect. Perfect. Thank you again for being my guest today.
1: Thank you so much. And I'm so glad we got through the technical difficulties, but I told you we were going to do this.
0: Oh, I know. For my listeners and anyone who's watching this, if you have a story that you want to share or know an organization in your community that is doing great work as a resource as well, because right now we could use some resources uh, more than people realize that are even available in their communities, please reach out to me to the address of Christine with a CH at storiesofhope.com and that is stories with a Y. Until next time, everyone. I wish you well and you take care.